0: ramble
1: Pretty basic. Okay guys, we have the lovely Claudia here with us today.
2: Hi.
1: Thank Hello. you for having me. <laughs> Big fans, love the bangs, love the pod, love the channel. Um I feel like we have so much we can even talk about today. We had so much fun outlining everything because we forgot how long we've known you.
2: I know so long that's why i was running through some of these questions and like different sort of memories and words were popping up in my head like quick little tease outdoor smat alicia
1: oh my god We'll get what there. is that just
2: yeah. okay i can't wait to hear it. this one we'll, anyways we'll yeah i was i was looking back on this and i was just like you know we really are some og youtube ladies here this is gonna be so fun <laughs> really for real we were talking oh my about
3: god. uh beauty beyond it was, it was beauty beyond star right oh my
1: God, or beyond beyond beauty beyond star. beauty star beyond
3: beauty star um, i would like to start off by asking is the room still light blue it is
2: it oh is in fact God. light blue we've <laughs> I my mom that. has shifted things around so now it looks more like a hotel room so when i go back home it's just like cleaner and more put together and like just doesn't really feel like my room anymore i'm like this is mm-hmm. i mean i'm kind of into it though uh but yes it's still blue <laughs> yeah
3: a refined beauty beyond star
2: yes yes exactly she got like a little glow up
3: beyond beauty star i'm sorry i keep saying it wrong (laughs) you're fine
1: no you're good (laughs) so for anyone who doesn't know you do you want to do the little spiel really you know promo the hell out
2: of yourself right now Oh my gosh! sure. um, so my name is Claudia Salewski. um i am I feel like I'm like setting up for like a dating profile i'm twenty four I live in Los Angeles. <laughs> um I have been making videos since two thousand and nine on YouTube, so it's been a long, long time um, and yeah, just sort of through that, I've gotten into acting and a few different kind of business ventures and stuff, but um I'm trying to think what else. I recently started a podcast, which we'll get into. And yeah, I'm mostly just very excited and honored to be here as your first guest. I, this is going to be so much fun. So there's that. I, I don't know how to promo myself. Killed
3: it. <laughs> killed it. You did such a good job. <laughs> <laughs> so as our first guest, we want to implement some icebreakers. So first up, we want to know what's your go-to drink? This can be alcoholic, non-alcoholic, preferably alcoholic, though.
2: Okay. Okay. First impression definitely was going the alcohol route. So great.
3: Thank you. (laughs) Um,
2: I would say I remember first moving out to Los Angeles and like, you know, hitting up the bar scene, being my young adult self. My first go to drink was a Moscow Mule. Because someone showed it to me and I was like, this is a great drink that like tastes really good and also sort of makes me sound like I know what I'm talking about or something like, ooh, a Moscow. Like it just rolls off the tongue, you know. Um, but since then, I've like really sort of mellowed out. And I would say now I'm like a Pinot Noir girl, like a really smooth wine, not too bold, not too bitter, not too sweet, ooh. just like right in the middle. Yeah.
3: it's very classy. Way Thank
2: classier you. than Wait, us. Wait, you... Ha-
1: do you have one that you'd recommend because Yeah. I feel like a lot of us listeners would love to hear. <laughs> I
2: just recently purchased a Decoy Pinot Noir. Um I've Ooh. I've just been recommended it once and like honestly that's like the only brand that I like. No. Uh, Apothic too. Apothic Red. That stuff's really good, that blend. But that's like as far as my knowledge with wine goes.
1: See, I was going to say I genuinely was just going to pretend I know what you're talking about. And I was like, I don't even know what they are, but I'm sure they're really great. You know, we'll definitely try them out. You know what? (laughs) There
2: is an app called Vivino that I used to be super into. And like when you're in the grocery store, you can scan the labels of the wines and it tells you like what notes you're tasting and there's like reviews of it. And if it's like worth the price and there's like a rating and everything. And that was like my go-to app. I would just be like staying there, like scanning (laughs) everything. Yeah. I
3: love Mm -hmm. that that's very classy much classier than my I have like a whole wine rack thing installed in my house and all I have is like Stella (laughs) apple Stella berry like that's all I drink (laughs) which is not nearly as classy so I'll try the you
2: know what it's actually like the the thing about wine though is like my boyfriend really doesn't drink that much so when I crack open a bottle of wine I have to like Prepare myself because <laughs> I mean, how long can you keep that? Sh- Am I allowed to swear in those? Mo- Am I allowed to say? Yeah, anything? go ahead. Yeah, oh, go right. ahead. Like, how long can I keep that shit in the fridge? You know what I mean? Fully. Like, I-, I can't finish a full bottle myself, so I'm like, all right, are we doing it this week? Is this week gonna be <laughs> a wine week? Because like, I'm the only one like hitting that bottle, so um yeah, that's the only thing is like, I enjoy like the single serve sort of bevies, you know, Good like a white. Oh my god!
1: No, we were just. We were talking to one of our other friends and they said the same thing because they're quarantining by themselves. So they Mm -hmm. said anytime they open a bottle of wine, like it's a commitment because not only do they have to have it one night, they have to have it the next night so it doesn't go bad because otherwise you're wasting your money. Exactly. So I get it. I totally get it.
2: Yeah. It's a lot of pressure, you know,
1: (laughs) a lot of pressure. (laughs) Um, Okay. We have another, we thought of this question. We don't know if this is going to be a horrible idea to do with guests, (laughs) but we thought it'd be funny to do. (laughs) Honestly, please be so bluntly honest. It is so okay. Do you happen to remember your very First
2: impression of us and what was it? <laughs> you guys, it's been so long. I don't even remember I, I can't even like recollect the first day we met. Do you know what I mean? Like I was really yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to think back and it must have been at like imats or like con or something. Um, Remy, I feel like my earliest associations with you were like your friends with Ollie and like when when Lindsay and Megan lived in LA, then like that. I sort of just, like, have a vague memory of that. Totally. And then I just feel like I've known you forever, Alicia. I don't even know. But the thing that I will say is, like, you guys have always been sweethearts and so welcoming. Um, Like, I remember, I don't know what event this was, but Alicia, I was sitting with you on a couch at an event. And it was, like, the hustle and bustle was going on. And there were things happening Mm -hmm. everywhere. It was, like, me, you, and, like... Maybe your publicist or like a manager that we knew or someone older than us. And we were just like us three sitting there and we we're both just like, this is great. We have each other. And we just had such a great conversation. And like it's always just been that anytime I've like run in, run into you guys anywhere um, is that you, you're just sweet ladies you're sweet you're funny like you're hold a, you're the goddamn package you that's know what I'm saying so
1: kind <laughs> oh my god maybe we should always ask this question with
2: guests <laughs> call me every single morning call me every morning I will give you those affirmations that you need that's going to be my
1: alarm ringtone now oh ring my god that's now. so funny well thank you so much oh my god no well yeah I mean feeling definitely mutual I remember cause like you said there was never like a moment where a friend introduced us it was more of just like oh we see each other at events and that's the thing about like the early OG YouTube days mm. um because we've both or all three of us have done it for so long um you know when you go to these conventions you see familiar faces and then of course it's weird when you follow someone but then you don't know if they follow you back so you're like I don't want to look like a fangirl but I want to say hi so it's like a weird weird world especially thinking back to like all those convention days and all of those panel days and stuff can Mm -hmm. I just say
3: I'm so glad that I never have to go to a playlist live ever again personally (laughs) you
2: guys oh my god were those, I mean, those were oh, yeah. still happening, right? I just like recently have just kind of like fallen off.
3: I, yes. And I just found out yesterday that apparently, I think it's more of like a TikTok kind of cultivated event now. Yeah. One of them like peed off one of the indoor balconies onto the people. Like that's what they've become now. So I think that's why I'm okay with saying that I can't go anymore. (laughs) Suddenly, Orlando,
2: Florida. Never heard of her. So you know what it is? Like the demos getting younger, the creators are getting younger because now with all these different platforms, I feel like you know TikTok is so accessible and like anyone can get on there and make content that's just gonna blow up. And so you got people peeing off balconies because of that. You know, (laughs) for
3: real, it's like the ego that like you get so many followers overnight. Then you're like, I'm just gonna pee right now. Pee right here. I, I can do it now. Well, and then you think about it because with all those conventions, like the
1: most iconic thing was the parties every single night. But obviously with everyone being so much younger, I remember that's like when I, that was the beginning of my like partying phase. Yes, <laughs> it was like much. playlist live. Like I was so excited to like drink and party. Like I was one of those girls who like mm-hmm. literally would be so hungover going on a panel and being like, hi, everyone for my meetup. <laughs> so
3: bad. Same girl. That, Same. Well, that's the thing. Like we could now <laughs> legally just go to a bar. So like, why would we fly to Orlando to go to a hotel room party?
2: i know it's just not the same like the magic of that isn't isn't there anymore but it was it was a great phase and a great period of our lives that we can look back and like look fondly on you know
3: absolutely like the fun things though like when remember they shut down all of universal studios and we could just go and like like that was a cool experience that i so cool
1: Um, so you have a podcast yes. called We Bought a House. Mm-hmm. Have you... I want to talk about that because have you always wanted to do a podcast? You seem like you would be one of those girls who just always like was kind of interested into it. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know.
2: I definitely for a very long time was kind of toying around with the idea because I tend to get I tend to get on like a lot of rants in my vlogs just talking about anything in terms of like self-improvement or emotions or anything personal and um, I people would comment all the time like you need a podcast and I think for me I just never knew if I had enough to give and say by myself every single week for an hour and that sort of approach felt very daunting to me and early on into our relationship Phineas and I just like I think with our dynamic and just how sort of raw and unfiltered we are and like this sort of sense of humor that we have created together as like a little unit. We would just, like, make each other die laughing in the middle of the night, and every single time we were like, we need to be recording this. Like, where is our voice <laughs> memos? We need to be recording like, this shit. We're hilarious. And, like, the it's so crew. funny. <laughs> and so it, it kind of started off as a joke, and then eventually, like, it just became, like, a little bit more serious, a little bit more serious, and then we bought a house together, and I think, I forgot which one of us came up with the title, but I thought it, like, embodied the podcast as a whole in a great way because like the cover art itself is like a cartoon cartoon version of us naked but like holding a house and blocking all of our genitals which just shows like (laughs) hey like this is gonna get a little risque but like you know we're it's it's cartoon so like we're keeping it classy but
1: classy it was so cute
2: yeah and it's I, i don't like it's hard kind of pitching the podcast because um of course, yes, we talk about like living together, hence we bought a house, but it comes down to I mean just having a conversation for an hour, I think especially right now, like that is just what people love listening to. And so whether you're talking about like the pitfalls or the highlights of your week or the different like drama that you've heard or just reflecting on like childhood memories, whatever, like I think those things are very like comforting to listen to and like that's why I love listening to your guys's podcast. Um I feel like I literally manifested this episode right now because I've recently <laughs> just become obsessed. And then like all of this just came into fruition and I was like, yes, <laughs> swiped right in. Um, anyways, but like, yeah, there I What what I feel from your guys's podcast is like totally inspired by like how I'm doing it with Phineas on a personal level in terms of like just making the environment really comfortable, really casual. Um, And so that was sort of like our approach with it. And that is my five minute long spiel of what the podcast is about.
3: (laughs) Beautiful. No, I love that. You commissioned like a subscriber to do your graphic design, right? To do the
2: artwork. I
3: thought that was so cool. I love that you did that.
2: I mean, so many of our followers and viewers are so talented. I I do this a ton in as many ways as I can. Like, for the music that I use in my vlogs and my videos, I'm always just randomly uh, posting on my story saying, like, hey, if you have any original music and you want to shout out, like... You guys make great stuff. It's better than like the $80 songs that I buy on like premium beats and stuff. (laughs) And then I like later, I later get copyrighted for the stock music like five years later. And I'm like, I don't have that license contract anymore. I don't know what to tell you. Um, Yeah. And so I kind of just like went into that with the same approach. I brought up the podcast in a vlog and was like, if any of you guys just want to like draw a cartoon version of us, like, here you go. This is the general idea. Um, And people sent in really awesome stuff. And then the one we chose um, is uh, this graphic artist named Anthony. And he... Is exceptional at like cartoon work and graphic design, and just like made it realistic enough, but cartoon. It was just the right amount, and the whole house idea, all of that was him. He ran with it. He gave us, yeah. So he gave us like the outline. He's like, like this might be crazy, might be a long shot, but like, what do you think about this? And we both were just like, this is perfect. And then of course we paid him for. Taking care of all of that and, like, every step of the way he was, like, sending color options and, like, what house the color should be and if we want sweat on our bodies or, like, just wow. all these details. Oh, d- my God. Yeah. So detailed. And, like, even, like, the font of We Bought a House, it's, like, a, this the cord of a microphone and he gave us, like, thin versions, thicker versions, like you know block letters cartoon all this stuff it like it honestly was too many options I was like it got to a point where <laughs> I was like Phineas I was like Phineas give me an answer <laughs> exactly he's like babe they all look the same to me I don't even know <laughs> but oh it was God. awesome and that also just like kind of like honed in the sort of vibe that we're approaching with this which is just like really personal and like scrappy and just you know having fun
1: no I love that it definitely comes across were you were you like a little bit nervous to do it with a significant other? Because I feel like it's a little different. I mean, it's similar having like a best friend like Rem and I, but still like significant other, I feel like there's a lot of pressure.
2: Definitely. Um, I think, yeah, I, I think if in terms of like working with a significant other, like if it were anything else, I would be even more nervous. There's something about this that like is the perfect amount of, You know, this is something that we get to just, like, do every Sunday morning or Sunday night, and it feels like we're hanging out, and then we're putting it online. Um, But... I, yeah, I don't know. I think the thing that I was most nervous about is that Phineas is really clever and like quick with it. And he's also very well spoken. And I make YouTube videos, which means that I'm very used to repeating my sentences and being able to edit them. <laughs> and very quickly, um, we kind of both were on the same page about just like not editing the podcast at all. Like we probably have one edit in each podcast from like one of us saying something or like they're having to be like an ad break or something. Um but having like that fire under my ass was also kind of exciting because it's making me more conscious of how I'm structuring my sentences and trying not to say like. And like a go-to for me mm-hmm. is saying the b- words, you know, I can't even listen to my <laughs> own podcast because I say, you know, like take a shot every time I say, you know, and like,
1: <laughs> make it a drinking you're, game. that's me with
2: like, you're going to pass out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, one time we actually, I always see people commenting in videos, like, like saying take a shot anytime Alicia says blank we should actually do that for like a pretty basic video absolutely like join, not totally we would, that's honest. such <laughs> a good <laughs> idea
2: <black out. laughs> can I just be there like on zoom like we don't I don't even have to be a part of like the episode or anything like I'll yeah, just be there ha- also taking yeah, shots yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah great
3: one thing I want to know because I throughout the year year and a half how long has it been year and a half that we've been doing pretty basic I like I would love to talk about like sex life and like all these fun things and like as it's gone on I felt much more comfortable being more open but I love how you just like straight off the bat were like I'm an open book like I know but I love it and I admire it so much so we're like you nervous at all or did it come
2: naturally because you're with Phineas and it's just like easy to talk about um. Yeah, there was one specific episode where I talked about like four different tampon stories and many of the reviews were like, maybe this was too much. And I'm like, OK, taking note. Um, Mental note. Yeah. But I think um, I think the reason why I feel comfortable saying that stuff is is solely just like the environment that we created for ourselves. Um, I mean, like as you can see on the Zoom, like we just recorded on this couch and we sit here and we do it and we upload it and we don't like I think it's more so like the environment and the approach that has made both of us feel very comfortable in terms of like sharing our opinions on things and personal stories. And I think just from like being a YouTuber for so long, like I I've definitely I definitely have certain filters and you kind of get those along the way subconsciously like you know what you're comfortable sharing and what you're not comfortable sharing and so I have that automatic filter on my vlogs but this being like a new platform it kind of allowed me to like reinvent how I want to approach this um, and even though like technically it's the same people you know most of the people watching those are also listening and stuff but For some reason, that separation kind of was like, you know what? This is a little more non-threatening. You can't see my face. You just hear my voice. And it's an hour segment. So, like, if there's something super embarrassing I talk about 30 minutes in, like, the true fans will be listening to that. Like, I don't think, you know what I mean? Um, So, yeah, I think it's, it's a combination of kind of all those things. And then... Also, just, like, saying something and then regretting it and, like, never listening. I honestly pretend, like, that episode, I pretend like it didn't happen. Like, I didn't look back and listen to it. I did the
3: exact same thing.
2: I was like, the tampon that went to the Grammys, that's staying there. That's in the archives now. I love that
3: story. Oh, my God. I totally feel that, though, on every level. It's, like, Mm -hmm. all those different sort of things all kind of come together without you even thinking about it. It just like it's like an yeah. unspoken thing. And then we always talk about how when we started the podcast, we were so naturally open again without thinking about it and that kind of connected us more with our YouTube audience because then we kind of took that new not persona, but just like um, confidence and then took that over Mm -hmm. to YouTube. And now like we both feel a lot more comfortable opening up over there. Not quite as comfortable, but more comfortable for sure.
2: That's amazing though. That's so fun that like you have this thing that you guys work on every single week together and it's like bleeding into the other avenues in a positive way. And that's like the best outcome in terms of like starting another business venture.
1: You know, dating, you know, let's just talk about that. How was that for you prior to Phineas telling people like what you do?
2: Ooh, Um, I'm trying to think Um, because I'm before meeting Phineas. I mean, I've never been the gal to like actively like I just like always was intimidating by intimidated by like meeting straight men in Los Angeles. It's that is like a whole goddamn ball game that like none of us fully understand it's so hard in los angeles
1: <laughs> it's so hard and it's hard to explain to people when they're like oh so why aren't you dating and i'm like you just don't get it like it is mm-hmm. so different here it is so different
2: it's so different and in terms of like youtube community i just think they're they're in so many ways used YouTube, youtube kind of felt like high school like you just you kind mm-hmm. of knew everyone you were friends with these people acquaintances with these people and so a lot of like the casual flings that I had or like past relationships a lot of them already knew what I did going into it um I think definitely like in high school that was the phase that was like what the hell are you doing that is so weird um (laughs) and because of that I never had a boyfriend in high school I was like while all my friends were, like, going out and, like, hooking up with boys and experiencing their first, like, hand job, I'm over here just, like, <laughs> editing at home, like, that's amazing, sweetie. Um, I'm over here. <laughs> I'm on my iMovie with, like, glitter, exactly. glitter intro. <laughs> yeah, and Beyond so <laughs> I think that definitely, like, limited, I don't know, my sexual activity in high school, I guess, but also, like, I don't regret that because... I I moved out, you know, at 18 and sort of knew, like, this is what I want to focus and prioritize on. Um, And then in terms of, like, once I met Phineas, like, YouTube is just such a, like, everyone knows it's a thing at this point that you you don't really have to explain it. Like, um, Alicia, like, do you feel that you have to, like, kind of say what you do want? Do you know what I mean? Like, do guys at this point? So I feel like I always have the biggest struggle of
1: not wanting to bring it up. Um, just because I feel like I always have, or, or or I do that stupid thing where I dumb it down and say like, Oh, don't judge it. Or like, Oh, like, don't think of me differently. I do that Mm -hmm. influencing thing. Um, and then sometimes people are like so dope and they'll, you know, they'll, they'll say that they really love it and whatever. But then I'm always second guessing if people just love, and then they're just interested in me because of like the followers and stuff. So I think that's always in the back of my mind and I'm already so, like scared of dating in LA as it is, let alone with having followers and not even in a conceited, oh my God, I have followers way, but mm-hmm. in a, oh my God, do you actually like me? So mm-hmm. definitely jealous that both
2: of you are booed up and I'm
1: over here, but <laughs> it's, cool. it's
2: really tough. It's there's like that avenue that you have to deal with and then also like i don't know if you ever feel this personally but i definitely was always like okay yes i have this thing but like don't look back on my videos like very oh embarrassing my God. well you don't know they're just it. gonna stalk it Rem, like, for you just- with
1: cal do you remember him just stalking all your stuff like did he say the moment he
2: watched your yeah, videos did he go through and just like watch old vlogs
3: um. Well, at first, before our first day I told him that I was in marketing when he asked what I did, and then Amazing. on our date, Wait, I had no fucking yeah, idea. <laughs> I, I, I like went on a podcast the day before too. They're like, what "So are you, like, are you going, like, what's happening? I was like, I told him I'm in marketing, marketing. <laughs> and, which is like technically true, true. exactly. And then it's I went your on your job. Date. It's a very big chunk, and so he was like, "Oh, like what do you do?" And I was like, "Oh." That's a loaded question. So what do you do? And I like flipped it on him. <laughs> to this day, he like still makes fun of me. And then after we went on like maybe our second date, so we only had like a certain amount of time to stalk mm-hmm. anything. I made the rule, no podcasts, no videos, don't watch anything. So he has no idea what I'm
2: doing any of the time and or my past. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's, a kind of- That's a great boyfriend to be like, I honor that rule and, and, I'm, and I'm running with it. Just the only going like, with sh- it. The only shadow bag that, like, I'm holding in my current sort of relationship (laughs) with, like, this topic is um, Phineas has um, all of these different videos and everything that he can look back and stock on if he wants. Um, Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, like... He wouldn't even add me onto his Facebook profile. Now he doesn't even have Facebook. He's so in like <laughs> funny about his past. There's like a certain age range where he's like, No, absolutely <laughs> every every decision that I made, whether it was physical or expressive, <laughs> I am like horrified by you know, these this time in my life. It doesn't so, exist. <laughs> so because of that, I can't add you on Facebook. Um and so like I feel like I just have no sort of I have no concept of him as, like, a young preteen and teenager boy. Like, I have baby videos that I get to watch with, like, him and his sister, and then he just, like you know, hates it the entire time anyways. But, like, there's a big chunk of his life where I'm like, you can go out there. You can watch my videos with my braces on. You can watch me talk about like my first crush. Every can- stage everything. of your life. <laughs> yeah. And I have nothing. Detailed. And the worst part is, like, I that's would be so stalking, funny. and he, like, doesn't care at all. He's like, no, I- well, I- there's no point.
1: And that's what I think about if the roles were reversed and mm-hmm. someone told me, oh, I have this YouTube channel, but, like, don't watch. I'm like, I would totally go stalk the old videos. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely.
2: Yeah.
3: A LinkedIn, a Venmo search, any anything. Give me anything.
2: A Venmo history. Oh let's let's see who's been paying you and who you've been paying.
3: That is my favorite (laughs) thing. Who who paid you back for drinks? My favorite (laughs) thing to do. Oh my god. I love like seeing people like mess up or like do something bad. Like when you're like this couple that I know broke up and then I saw they were paying each other on Venmo. I was like, hmm, interesting. I'll keep this to myself. (laughs) That's amazing.
1: So curious how it is having a house with a significant other. Do you feel like you're just playing
2: house? Like, do you feel like an adult? It does feel like playing house. Um, it also, I said this the other day, but it sort of just feels like I have a roommate that I also just get to make out with. Because a lot of the parts, sounds like, <laughs> honestly because a lot of the parts about like, living together and having a house whatever, a lot of it is unromantic and it's a lot of decision making and it's a lot of like, here, can you help me with this? Like, oh, you didn't do the dishes that time. Okay, uh, I guess I'll do it again. But like, now I have a little bit of resentment towards you right now, but it's fine. Because <laughs> once you do the dishes, then it'll be fine. And it's like, so there there's, there's just so many like unsexy things about it but like at the end of the day i think all it does is just strengthen um our relationship because you're putting in the work and like that's what a relationship is is like putting in the time and attention putting in the work and also like just making sure that it's not all about like we need to get this done, we need to do this, and setting aside time to have quality time. Um, I mean, we have like definitely realized that so many times during quarantine. Like, the amount of times I've been like, Babe, we need to, we need to have more dates. And he's like, What, okay, what can we do right now that is a date? Should we, you know, like, do we go <laughs> up on the balcony the and like, put f- yeah, so, um, But as far as like the mechanics of it and stuff, it's been fun and really interesting. And, you know, we're in like a really great privileged place of being able to have this gorgeous home with like a lot of different areas to furnish. And we're both so geeky about it. And like somehow our styles match in terms of like home decor. So there's no like there's not very much like you like that table that no i like this one. you know what i mean <laughs> like we're both it. just like yeah. yep great got it if it's neutral we love it um so yeah i think i think it's like you t- you take it day by day you know <laughs>
3: um i fully feel you on the roommate thing i was doing the dishes with Cal the other day and i just looked at him i was like isn't it weird that we're roommates like you don't think <sighs> well, about and it
1: you you didn't pl- like necessarily plan on like intentionally moving in together just because of this quarantine he ended up staying with you so yeah I mean it's basically like I have a real roommate right now. I have an actual and now, roommate
2: yeah and now he's living there right because I yeah. feel like yeah I heard you talking about it and you're like well I guess he just moved in sooner uh-huh you know? we just I know. started I mean, sooner
3: didn't plan. I mean this is secretly what I always wanted like I never wanted no, to right. live alone in the house no I like <laughs> I don't know I feel very very lucky I think I manifested this in the same way um but I totally feel it's like def- does Phineas do anything that really bothers you, like a pet peeve, like that he like, oh pu- doesn't God. put something away or just like anything like
2: that? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, no, literally not putting stuff away. It's well, we've just like realized that we work on different like schedules and timelines in terms of like what is important to us. And so, for example, I like because I've just lived alone for so long, I've sort of did, like really installed the habit of just like when i'm cooking i'm cleaning at the same time so then by the time i'm eating i'm enjoying my food and it's a clean environment meanwhile like he'd rather cook listen to music be on his phone be on his phone while he's eating and then like because of that i end up cleaning up his shit because i'm already cleaning and then i'm like hey babe i I cleaned all your stuff so um how do we like make this balanced now because (laughs) i have been cleaning your things for like every single morning like every time we have breakfast um or like sometimes I'll, you know, he'll like leave a mess or something and I'll bring it up and he'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And like him saying, yeah, I'll do it is like three hours from now. And like in my head, that that means like, oh, he's going to go do it right now. So yes. then two hours later, I see it and I'm like, well, I'm going to clean it because this is bothering me. So it's like we really work on like different sort of time, whatever lines in terms of that stuff. Um, and then just in general. Yeah. I mean, I think also like with quarantine right now, there are like pros and cons in terms of um, the dynamic of your relationship and stuff like you know I think definitely any sort of conversations that you've been avoiding are coming up I'm currently on my period and had a very emotional night last night and this morning um and was just really frustrated about like a certain thing and then I just like having to be like hey babe so can can you set up this podcast thing I know that I'm kind (laughs) of supposed to be upset with you right now but can you help me with this?" Like, <laughs> can you help me? Thank you so much. I'm Rem, incapable. That's so you're still mad. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like everything is on the fucking table. You can't avoid anything, and you really just learn that communication is all of it. That's the answer.
3: Communication is key. I've learned that too. Yeah. Learned that the hard way.
2: Yeah. Do you guys tend to keep things in, or are you sort of like on the spot? You spill what you're thinking. Because I keep that shit in. He has to pry oh, it I out. I keep it of me. in. I keep I it internalize in. Babe, how are Everything. you? I'm fine. Exactly. You're fine. I'm fine.
3: I'm fine. You, and then you turn around, you're sobbing. I, I sob into my pillow all the and time. And then you're like, clearly I'm time. not fine. I know.
2: <laughs> Why? Why do we love being like a little bit dramatic? Like I kind of love like turning over to the other <laughs> side of the pillow and being like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cuddle tonight. I'm sorry.
3: I like sniffle a little <laughs> louder. So he's like, are you okay? Yeah. I'm fine. I, I said I'm okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
2: we all do it.
1: I feel like you've really popped off on YouTube lately. I don't know if you know this, but I feel like you've just found like your groove right now. Like you've Thank always you. been at because here's the thing. Not many of us who have done YouTube for so long have been active the whole time and like super consistent. I would say like you're definitely one, especially like um, of like your friend group who's been super consistent. Mm-hmm. But I feel like even recently, just like the vibe of your videos, especially once you merge your channels. Like, was yes. that hard
2: for you to decide to merge it? Or, like, that did that was, give you inspiration? So that was exactly the moment where I started feeling like, oh, my God, this is my new thing that's exciting me. Um, for a while, I mean, so mu- so many of us started with different channels. That's such a, like, OG YouTube thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like maybe I even, like, listened to something you guys said or said in a video. But, like, um, someone was just like, all these new creators are just using one platform. And so all of, like the effort that you're putting in, the editing, the hours, it's all feeding into one place and you are seeing the rewards and sort of like results of that in one place. And when you're spreading it across so much, like it's going to be slower. And I just got to a point where like I've just, I've never in my sort of years of making YouTube videos, I've kind of strayed away from or stayed away from like doing trendy things or trendy titles or anything. And I, like, I don't even really have an answer to that because I definitely look back and sometimes I regret, like, not collabing as much as, like, so many people did back in the day. Even, like, my best friends would collab with each other and then I would sometimes jump in. Like, I had this weird sort of, like, oh, I don't really want to ask people because I'm scared that the- I'm going to waste their time or whatever. No,
1: it's, it feels like dating. You feel like you're going to yeah. get rejected and they are just like, you're okay, gonna, it's fine. Totally. It's, I didn't mean it anyway.
2: Totally. And so in it's that weird. sense, I feel like... I never, like, fully, like, played the game or whatever um, that's supposed to mean on YouTube. But I kind of just stuck with, like, making content that I'm excited about. And I guess, yeah, sort of merging all of my content onto my main channel was life-changing. And the reason why is because I realized that, like, with my lifestyle and the way that I like to edit, on-the-go footage is the most fun for me. And it seems to be the most exciting for my viewers specifically um they always love so it got to a point like once we moved into the house my vlogs were doing better than my main channel um but because my main channel had more and so now we're going to talk money terms real quick um yeah in terms of like subscribers my main channel had way more subscribers than my vlog channel but my vlog channel was making more views than my main channel because i was uploading more vlogs and like the sit down videos um, I just I wasn't finding passion in those at that current time. And like now I'm sort of bringing them back in like a more casual way. And that was like it was frustrating for me because I was doing all these sponsored vlogs and and then, you know, occasionally being like, well, I have to do a main one because the rate is just higher on that one because of the subscriber yeah. count. But then I have to stay like, consistent on that one because you don't want to upload two sponsored videos in a row. Mm -hmm. And I sort of just had to, like, rip off the band-aid and decide, you know what, like, you've loved the separation um, because I like having things separated and having it... I'm like I definitely fall into like the perfectionist category in terms of like things making me really stress out if it's not like, you know, exactly perfect and stuff. Um and so ripping off that band-aid and just being like, you know what? I will upload whatever the hell I want on my main channel. Has been so freeing. And
1: oh my god. Yeah,
2: and it's like and now like I don't even know what to categorize my videos because I'll have a sit down video, but like I'll throw vlog shit on top of that. And it's just like, it's this whole, and I like, I don't know, it, it like sort of reinvented my sort of idea of like what YouTube can be for me. And then, um, I think like I recently just got really into like iPad graphics and even just like drawing my own titles and shit. Like it, it just makes it more personal and that's like where I'm at right now, which is just Kind of uploading, you know, what I'm experiencing, what I'm going through, all that stuff, and finding ways to make it less put together. Because I did, I definitely sort of fell guilty to that in terms of like I have to look perfect, I have to curl my hair and stuff. And oh my gosh, it's just baby. so intimidating. Also, mm-hmm. like G seven no, X G so seven X footage doesn't even look that bad at this point. Now <laughs> if I'm doing a sit down <laughs> oh video. God! I'm like, let me use my Canon M50 rather than my T5i or whatever. because yes. it's. Rain. I get so
1: much more intimidated whenever yeah. I have the 5D. Like I'll even have um, TK, she'll be behind the camera. And even if I'm using the 5D, I have to physically say out loud, this is my vlog camera. Like it's my vlog channel. Like try to remember because it's still hard. We both still have our separate channels mm-hmm. and I feel like I just feel different it's gotten so much better, but it's just so if, why is it different? Like, why does it have to be this bigger thing when in reality it's the exact same, mm-hmm. even as recording this podcast, like it's still the same. I, I don't know, it's just, it's so intimidating. And I think a lot of people underestimate that when they start YouTube. Cause they're yeah. like, oh, just
2: like be yourself, talk to a camera. And you're like, it's no, not it's not easy, it's
3: really <laughs> hard.
2: Yeah. You put these pressures on yourself that like literally you're only putting on yourself. Everyone that's watching these videos are just excited that you've uploaded a video you know whether it's vlog or main channel and so it's 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 all these pressures and sort of guidelines that we give ourselves um but you know there's of course like pros and cons to that like that also keeps that keeps us on our toes and wanting to evolve and and make great content which is also something to be like you know talked about because it's it's nice to make yourself proud you know
1: has it been weird for you getting a glimpse more into the traditional world and traditional media with how you know we're in digital so much? Is that weird?
2: It's it's interesting because it's it's so clear that like both industries are just meshing more and more, um, you know, earlier this year and last year, there's there there have been some crazy experiences that I've gotten to go to and events and stuff just as Phineas's date. And even being there, it's like. You see digital talent everywhere, and so you you start to see all of that meshing together. Um, and I think because we have, like, such a public relationship, a lot of it just, like, I almost don't even feel that sort of separation as much as I did before kind of seeing all of that, you know? Um I mean, like, definitely, like, going to any sort of those things, I definitely have, like, imposter syndrome. And I'm like, why am I I there? was. I, I should... wanted
1: to ask you about that. I literally wanted to see if you struggle with that.
2: It is. I mean, it's interesting because you go to these things and, yeah, you're like, holy shit, that person's there. This is crazy. But, like, <laughs> it just, it all sort of kind of feels the same because everyone's just human and like everyone is really kind like in terms of like any celebrities or people that you know have done so much and have worked a ton like the reason why those people most of those people are successful is because they're just lovely human beings and are easy to work mm-hmm. with and sh- and really show that when you're like in a room with them or whatever and so if anything it's just so like inspiring it just makes me want to work even harder and like figure out ways to you know continue my career in sort of avenues that are different from YouTube and stuff which you know is a whole other conversation and that I was
3: going to say acting
2: um, yeah, acting. You're that's really good. Thing. Thank yeah. you. I think you are um, like
3: one of the best digital turn traditional actresses I've seen by far.
2: Oh my gosh, that is so sweet. Um, yeah, that I, I started acting like a few years ago. The first thing I did was this Hulu show for it was called Tagged um, with Awesomeness TV. And I've done quite a bit of stuff with them back when they were. Oh my Single. god, I did
1: an audition for that and it was absolutely <laughs> horrible.
2: I'm pretty sure my audition was like I I definitely was like, so I don't bad. know what I'm doing at all. I got so lucky. Um No, oh my
1: god, my very first ever audition was for awesomeness. This is mm-hmm. so embarrassing. I didn't
2: <laughs> I can't wait. Let's let's go. <laughs>
3: I didn't know you were so- <laughs> What is happening? Crying, you guys. No, one, for those that can't no, see, she's crying. No. I'm like, worry, are you okay?
2: <laughs> okay. Noah told in. me you're supposed
3: to memorize the line. <laughs> Wait, did you come with sides or did you come with nothing?
1: Yeah, I mean I came and then oh, I just like baby. stared at <laughs> I know. It was not my... B- you know, I quickly learned. I was like, oh, shit.
2: You know what? Out here yeah. in LA, though, like, no casting directors judge you for bringing your sides in. I always bring them in. <gasps> I am off book, but I do bring okay. them. But, um... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's book. so that's, funny. That's the
1: word. <laughs>
2: I don't yeah. even... Yeah. I, those yeah. Those first few auditions <laughs> in my life, I blacked out. Absolutely. But Just. that's
1: something... It shows how... <laughs> When you, when you do start getting a following on, you know, YouTube, Instagram, whatever, you start getting these random emails from directors or casting directors, and you start getting these opportunities to, like, audition for these really cool shows. And, of course, they want you because, the, you know, you can promote their show. Like, that's mm-hmm. the only reason you really get an audition, um, me at least. But <laughs> the main thing was, like it's just so weird how that's how quick your life can change when you like Mm -hmm. do digital stuff and it's like you see all these actors and actresses who've like dreamed to get these auditions who don't get it and then you're in these rooms so no wonder you get imposter syndrome when you feel like you shouldn't necessarily be there for instance where Mm -hmm. that's a whole thing but yeah
2: it is it's it's interesting because now I'm at a point where like I have an acting coach, and since we're in quarantine, we just, like, FaceTime every week, but I have an acting partner, and we do scenes, and, you know, we take, like, any self-tapes seriously. I get coached on my auditions, and so it's, like, I'm in this groove now where I'm, like, I love doing this. This is fun, and, like, I understand how, you know, lucky you have to be in order to get, like, the right role at the right time and everything, um, and so... I never want to put any sort of pressure on, like, acting to be the thing that fuels my Mm. career because there's just so much uncertainty. Like, if there's something that I've learned this past year with myself is that I love having a sense of control with, like, what I'm doing and... Um, I think for a while especially when I first started acting I was like I got the bug I'm obsessed like this is what I want to do I want to keep doing that and then eventually like figure out how to make YouTube more casual and more like a hobby and I got to this point where I started becoming like embarrassed about YouTube because there's this whole stigma about you know YouTubers wanting to start acting because it's just another way to put yourself in the spotlight and um And I was always kind of, like, intimidated by it and would always think, like, who am I to jump into this now when I never took theater in high school? Instead, I was sitting in my Mm -hmm. bedroom editing footage and uploading YouTube videos. Um, But I think at the end of the day, like, if it's something you're passionate about and I love it and I put my hours in, I'm just kind of, like, rolling with it. I do the auditions that I want to do. I'm also, like... I'm a little selective because I since I have such a base and like career right here in Los Angeles. Like I don't I don't want to book a show that requires me to live all the way in like Georgia or Nashville for like nine months out of the year. I, I have a dog and like a boyfriend. And so, yeah, it's like I mean, there's obviously so many different sort of like projects. There's there's short form television shows there's movies and so there's so many different other opportunities and stuff but um that's definitely something that like I put time into and I kind of just like trust the process and I don't you know like I don't let that affect sort of like my self-identity and self-worth if I'm not like booking something because at the end of the day I'm enjoying the auditioning process and like that's all you can do is like you go in there you do your job and then you get the fuck out and like move on.
1: Mm -hmm. And what's cool is like you're already like you are acting like you are an actress. You know what I mean? Where I think a lot of people say, oh, I want to be an actress, meaning they want to be, you know, some superstar of an actress. And it's Mm -hmm. like if you love the craft, like you're doing it, you know, Mm -hmm. like and like. Enjoy that, you know. And, and there's so many actresses and actors like um even like Viola Davis, like she really didn't have her big break until like what her fifties. Like that just shows how right. one show or one anything can just like fully take you off and you aren't in control of that as much, you know? So I think that's really dope mm-hmm. that you're still doing it. And like Rim said, um, like you're you're really talented. I feel like there's been so that's many sweet. YouTubers who like cross over <laughs> and then they usually like come back like, sorry, like I need I need to do YouTube,
3: but Yeah. <laughs> um, no for real. I remember watching tagged, I was like, Oh shit, wait, he's like really good. I'm curious to know what was the first thing that kind of first opportunity that ignited that spark of like oh wait I actually like like acting I want to sh-
2: actually pursue this. I mean since okay so when I first moved out to LA I started getting into hosting. Um, I started doing like hosting gigs with Awesomest TV just in terms of like their daily shows or, um, I like had this random show with Android where I had guests, guests come on. I had like a whole set. Like, it's so crazy to look back on it now because I was so chill about it, but that was cool. It was like 10 episodes or something and there was a different guest and that taught me how to take like a loose script and kind of run with it. Um, and then Teen Vogue and Condé Nast saw that, and they were like, "Hey, do you want to become our first official like YouTube host?" I remember And that. so for, I, I had a year that. contract where I would fly to New York, and we oh, would film my god, different content. I, that. I know. Oh my god, this is like we're throwing it back. Um, <laughs> yeah. I filmed. We made videos for their channel, but then also any sort of events that happened in Los Angeles, like I was their girl. So they would send out just one cameraman with like a microphone and give me what questions I need to ask certain celebrities. And I would literally like write down a cheat code on my phone and make it my lock screen. So if I saw someone like walking down the carpet, I'd be like, okay, so what, what do I need to ask them? Okay, got it. And then like ask them the specific questions. Um, can't believe they trusted me. I was literally 18 years old, like <laughs> running this <laughs> right? whole ship, crazy. Um, so I did that for a year. And then once that contract kind of um, ended, I had a moment of realization that was like, okay, at that point, hosting didn't really, like, challenge me in the way that mm-hmm. um, it's in the beginning. And that doesn't mean that I felt, like, better than that or anything. That is, like, no, such an advanced is such skill. No, hosting such a very... It, it is. Oh, my gosh. Um, like, I just think maybe I don't have, like, the energy and... Because you really need to just be on it and super sharp and have energy um, to do that. It is a very, like you know, polling job. It Mm -hmm. just requires so much out of you. Um, I think I just kind of realized like, okay, with acting, like you sort of tune into this one version of yourself that's upbeat, that's charismatic. And I felt like I got that. I have that in my pocket. Like if I want to return to that, I can. But at that time, I was like, I I don't see myself doing this for another year. Um, And I kind of realized like if someone had told me even just like three years ago, that. I would be doing that. I would have never believed them. And so that sort of inspired me to try more shit because I was like, well, I kind of just jumped into that, you know, Head first, not knowing anything and that was really fun and so i called up my manager at the time and was like okay i don't know how any of this works but if you ever get an audition or something that is something i've been wanting to try for so long and i'm now just putting it out into the universe and um tagged came very soon after that and that was like a, a wonderful harmonious sort of moment um And so honestly, like the first day of set on that, I was just like, holy shit, this is so fun. Um, And then, yeah, from there I signed with UTA, um, which we love. We love UTA. Shout out, Greg. (laughs) Love love, my agents so much. They're so wonderful. And that's that's awesome. I think in terms of like digital and traditional, they just kill it as an agency and like really understand all the sides of it um, and sort of understand sort of what I what I do and you know what what we all do and stuff and that's really exciting and so that was kind of like I guess my little moment that was such a long story
3: wait so was it mean, no, your first audition did you book your first audition essentially
2: yeah hell that's yeah like, that's, that's insane that awesome? is like, but you guys I really that don't feel like tough competition the though you had you know tough what competition that, probably, this that was probably more like destructive than like helpful because i like this sta- like, you know what I, the standards are so high i'm like oh amazing <laughs> okay, that was easy and like now i'm out here going into rooms for like you know all of the huge television shows and everything and it's like you do a great job and then like a month later you find out that they offered it to someone and they didn't even audition You're like okay all right I get it listen I get it I get it I get it I'll wait um so yeah that definitely set me up for like a very unrealistic expectation that is but that's
3: still really baller that's cool yeah
2: it was fun it was cool <laughs> this is a random acting question
3: I just want to know do you prefer okay. like a self-tape audition or actually going into a room
2: oh my god in the room in really? the room Yes, absolutely. And I think the reason why is because, like, you know, obviously, like, it's a very nerve-wracking experience. It's very strange, especially if you're meeting the casting director for the first time. It's, like, um, you feel very vulnerable. Um, but there's there's, like, something magical about, like, taking those nerves and putting them into your scene. And, like, so if I have a scene that's, like, a horror scene or screaming or shaking or fight... I, those are my personal favorite because I have so much bottled up in me that it's so easy for me to like get really intense and present. Um, and in general, I, yeah, I think it's just fun. I mean, we're so used to working at home that like being able to get out and like just see a new face and just like have that fun, quick little, little moment and experience is really fun. And I've like, I've taken classes specifically about auditioning and there's, listen, there are ways to look at it in, in unproductive sort of ways in terms of like you just you can't let it drag you and you can't you have to like let it go you know what I mean it's like before the audition obviously like memorize your shit work as hard as you can (laughs) with however much time they give you do the work in the room and then throw that shit out like throw out the sides don't worry about it don't think what if I get a call back whatever like go treat yourself just move on and like something that I heard that really helped me it was um a coach Lee Kilton Smith she's awesome I took like an audition theory class with her and she was like have somewhere to be before your audition and have somewhere to go afterwards and that oh, taught I me like that because it so often I would make my entire day revolve around that audition and yeah. that is how you make yourself nervous mm-hmm. and the oh whole you want to be relaxed in that room and so Like, if you trust that you've done the work on the day, like, be nice to yourself, be kind to yourself, um, just make it a normal day, have shit to do before, have plans afterwards, and I, I think that really helps to, like, just make it, like that was your work for the day that was your that day was in it. the office and it, oh
1: my god I love that even obviously not for even auditions whether it's a but big like, meeting filming or, anything. or anything even anything. a date or uh, yeah anything yeah. it's cool because it's like it shows yourself unconsciously that your life doesn't revolve around that one thing and like yes. you're gonna be fine if it doesn't work out that mm-hmm. is amazing I love that
2: yeah it's definitely a good way of looking at like anything that you're <laughs> oh nervous god, about I'm so it's
3: sorry. like
2: <laughs> 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 quick little moment
3: we're fine. That's okay. Name. We need to ask Continue. about Peach. We absolutely have to ask about
2: Peach. We have. Yes, we, we got us. She deserves this moment. Um, <laughs> so we we adopted Peach pretty soon into living together, and there are pros and cons to that. I think when we first lived together and we were figuring all this shit out, um, I swear to God, like. So I definitely spearheaded this. So for a while, I was like, I'm guilty. This is all my fault. Oh, my God. I brought so much stress (laughs) into our life because we were just getting settled in to this house. And like everything was going great, smooth in terms of like, you know, figuring out like Wi-Fi and bills. And like we started construction on different areas and all this shit. So I think it was like the week before Thanksgiving and we were talking about dogs. And the whole reason we wanted to get a pit bull was because Phineas grew up with a pit bull. So he has loved them forever I never really had experiences with them I honestly like almost didn't if you had asked me like three years ago what does a pit bull look like I'd be like I don't aren't they usually white I I don't really know know. spike (laughs) collar right yeah lots of Um, muscles a lot of muscles yeah right thick right like really stout (laughs) um thick boys yeah exactly thick boys and um (laughs) I just he always talked about loving Pipples, and so I just started growing this obsession. I'd follow Pipple accounts, and I just thought they're the, they're so human-like. Like, their faces so are so cute. flat, and their eyes are just, like, staring at you into your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <laughs> right away, I was like, I'm in. I'm in. I love the idea of, like, a big dog. Like, I want her to, like, wrangle me. Like, I want her to handle <laughs> me. You know save. what I mean? Who's, yeah, who's the owner here, you know? Um yeah. <laughs> And and I'm here to confirm this is absolutely her house and she is absolutely (laughs) our boss and our leader. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But the whole reason I was also down for it is because before even finding this house, I knew, like, I'm a scaredy cat. You're touring all the goddamn time. I am not sleeping in a house alone without some sort of being. And if it's a pit bull, I'm feeling even better about that decision. Yeah, Um, And so... Yeah, it was, like, right before the holidays. I was like, babe, this is the time, you know? Like, we're home. We can, like, adjust this dog into, like, our life and everything. And he was like, Claudia, don't look. Don't do it. Don't do it. I remember there was this one night where I started pulling up, like, dog shelters. And he was like, you know what's going to happen. We're going to find one. We're going to be obsessed. We're going to meet the dog, and we're going to adopt it. And that's exactly what happened.
3: (laughs) That's how the story goes. Yeah, so
2: we got her from a nonprofit called Angel City Pits um, that takes any pit bulls that people want to give up or they, like, save pit bulls um so freaking cute still follow them on instagram very active dming all the time and we just like the second we met her she was with like um a foster family for a little bit and she just like tackled us immediately you know threw a gash into Phineas's neck with her claw, which should have oh, been, like, the first sign that she's, like, actually <laughs> psycho. And instead, we were like, she's perfect. This is this is our girl. <laughs> and, like, he literally had to go film a music video, everything I wanted. Um, and he had, like, blood on his neck. And he was like, honestly, it's fine. It this acts. actually, like, just <laughs> makes the story even cooler. Like, I just have, like, a, a scratch on my neck. It's amazing. That and we were honestly... Awesome. After that meeting with with Peach, um, her name was Reagan at the time. We were glowing. We were glowing for an entire week, um, and then we met another dog just in case to like see how how strongly we feel about Peach. Um, and a week later, we adopted her, and she was um, kind of a nightmare, but like so cute. And now we have gotten into the groove, and she is the best dog. Just I mean, we love dogs. They're so great, and like right They're now amazing. too. I'm so worried she's going to have separation anxiety at the end of this quarantine.
1: Oh, I feel the same way about Daisy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my
1: God. We've been talking so long. We definitely need to wrap this up. I'm so sad, but we're each going to ask a few more questions. Okay. Um, One, obviously your life has changed a lot since dating Phineas. Mm -hmm. Um, We always talk about old like acquaintances kind of coming back into our life just being like hey girl can you promote this for me like I feel like (laughs) you probably got that enough just from YouTube life Mm -hmm. you know um have you even seen more of that now or do you feel like you've kind of already separated yourself from those acquaintances and stuff
2: I have seen some of that and it's like it's tough because I've definitely gotten text message being like hey like someone from back at home right my sister's Mm birthday is coming up like could you have billy sign this thing and and send it over whatever and it's it's such a like weird position to be in because i never want to like impose that on her um Mm -hmm. i think like straight away i mean she's you know she's just phineas's sister and so it's like i want that relationship to just be like pure and honest and comfortable um You know, and that's why, like, I don't really, like, post about her. People are always like, put her in the videos. And I'm like, no, no, I've done that a few times and it doesn't go over well. There's always something that I have to take out and then I have to, like, re-upload the video. And it's like, and I respect her privacy because she doesn't have a lot of it. And so, like, Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, people coming back into my life and, like, saying that sort of stuff, I'm like, I'm sorry. I just don't feel comfortable doing that because I don't feel like I'm in the position. Like, people ask her things of that so often um that I just I don't want to be another source of that like I only want to be like a calming and welcoming and loving sort of person in her life if that makes sense like oh my God, yeah. completely yeah even
1: like dating I mean even like Rem like you know how she didn't really show Cal. She didn't say his, his name for so long when they started dating, just because when you actually cherish something, you don't want to like broadcast really? it to the world and it just be so open. Mm-hmm. No, completely. People are ruthless. It's crazy. Yeah. They are. They're insane.
2: They it's really are. If you gave, if you give them a little, they jump in they run in full forest oh yeah you give
3: them like a, what is it give them an inch they take a mile that's what my mom used yeah. to say when i was a kid yeah. to me all the time um okay sue's knows. knows last question this is like okay. i'm so excited to ask this so <laughs> i am like a big chrissy Teigen fan and she's like known for making faces at award shows and then mm-hmm. it becoming like a viral meme you are yeah. always always like. You're the star of every award show on TV. They just, like, you're the center of attention. Are you, like, so terrified the whole time of, like, them okay. are you just, like, yawning
2: or something and people running with that? One golden rule, always look like you're having a great time. Literally, <laughs> like, before we go into any of this, literally, like, Phineas's mom, Maggie, will be like, you guys, remember to smile, okay? They can catch you at any time. <laughs> so, like, the golden rule so is, tomorrow, like, always smile. <laughs> you do a um, great job. And it's, it's, smile so and funny. wave, boy. Thank you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> smile and wave, boys, smile and wave. And like, so I've, I've had people text me and be like, why does it keep showing up on your face? Obviously, I'm sitting right there in the spot that there are cameramen just running around and like, I think the reason why I'm always in these shots is because Phineas and Billy are, like, going up to accept awards and shit and, like, performing and everything. And, like, I'm just chilling. I have nowhere to be. So I'm just <laughs> always there, like, sitting behind Elton John or sitting next to, like. That's amazing. Yeah. And so I am just, like, always there, just kind of like, merp, hello. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, just you always got to smile. Um there have been, like, some, not, like, memes, but there's, there's definitely been, like, screenshots that people have posted. Like, there's one of, like, us three all kind of, like, looking like we're whispering and people are, like, <laughs> making memes about it. But there's nothing that's been, like, detrimental yet, you know? You just gotta. You're doing a great job. Iconic. You need the like toddlers so and tiaras funny. trick,
3: the Vaseline on the teeth, where you like can't close your mouth. Oh you're
2: yeah. Like, Wait. <laughs> so, because does it hurt or like? No, it's like, like it so Gross.
3: You don't want to close your mouth because then it gets all like on your gums. So you're oh just god. like smiling oh. the whole time. Oh my time. god.
2: Trick. Um, Good trick in the wow. book. Wow, that's so funny. That just makes me think about the fact that Phineas wore his Invisalign on the red carpet for the Grammys, and I was like, <laughs> I think for the Grammys and Oscars, I was like, <laughs> no, no. You're like really- put them in
1: my clutch that holds
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> a He did. You know what though? I think that's just me projecting my insecurities because I have a huge overbite and so my teeth are huge. Like if I smile, that's what you're looking at. They're huge.
1: Um, I would have never thought that.
2: Personal insecurity. We all have them. <laughs> it's one of those. That's we like all my have thing. Them. And so when I wear Invisalign, I'm like, that's all you're. That's all I'm looking at. And so, mm-hmm. but when he wears them, mm-hmm. like you really can't see them at all. Um, but anyways, I was like, "Hey, listen, more power to you! Like free promo, oral care Get on the brand, oral care. <laughs> podcast. so funny.
1: Oh my god! Well, thank you so freaking much for being on this. Seriously, this was so much fun. Um, literally, feels like we've just been talking like on the phone, not even recording a podcast. And that's how you know it's a good episode. <laughs> this was. So um, do you want to pimp fun. yourself out again? Anything? Any promoing Whatever. Everyone, go subscribe to the podcast.
2: Aw, thank you. Um yeah, my all my handles are just my name, Claudia Salusky, and we bought a house. Um and that's it for the moment. You guys, this was so fun. I like Thank you so much. This was I yeah, I just the socialization, I'm here for that. Right now I'm <laughs> really? very much here for that and need that. So <laughs> this was so fun.